my friends back in Maryland, they didn't know I was moving back or nothing. I didn't tell them. But I mm-hmm. knew that they started making music and they were making music and they were putting their their time and stuff in there. Just like when I left, we started young, but they was putting it back in there. So I'm like, all right. So I, I noticed that and I and I went off the assumption that when if I move back, that we're all gonna lock in together and we're gonna create something. But I didn't tell them. Mm-hmm. I did not even let them know. I didn't tell them I was moving back. I just said, I'm coming back and I'm coming back to visit. And and the main piece in that is my producer, Miyagi, because he's the one that I really needed to probably push me because he's like a main producer. Every artist need a producer. That was like the main person that I didn't tell that even like, you know what I'm saying? Some people was like, Miyagi, you, you would go back to work with him. He's, he's too wishy-washy. And like, I was like, no, no, no. I can just feel like I'm gonna go back and we're gonna work together because we worked together when we was younger. And this is this is a purpose type thing. Like I just felt it, went back, mm-hmm. and it's not that I didn't have much support. It's just I don't think nobody really know, knew how to support me in that moment, and um, it, it was rough because because like every every wall that I built from what I learned growing up and the behaviors that I learned or the things that I went through, they kind of all dissolved for a second because I really bet on me. Like I made that choice. I like I said, I went off of that feeling. I didn't even tell nobody. So like everything happened, but everything happened how it needed to and fell into place, but also everything broke down that didn't need to be there. So that period of my life um was very like it was like it was very awakening. It was very heavy. Um I remember I was living with my pops at the time and um we weren't my pops he struggles a little bit with with stuff and, and that's the reason why him and my mother separated and uh like it always killed me being away from my father and not being being able to be there for them for him but so i was glad to be back and be be near him and that he had his son around but i remember coming home during those times when i'm put, making a lot of songs and i'm making this decision and i'm coming home and we don't even have lights in the crib like in the winter you know what i mean like we don't have no lights no hot water I'm trying to take a shower in like the apartment leasing office, like without them knowing, like it was really, really tough, tough times. And like, I remember like there was nothing, there was nothing I could do, but just keep moving forward. Cause I'm like, I'm not like, this is all out. This is, this is like, I just kept, I just knew, I just knew I had to be on this path. I knew I had to go through certain things to learn myself. And that's exactly what happened. And so was music for you therapy at that point? Yes. So music's always been very thera- therapeutic to me. That was one of my main things that made me realize how much I really loved it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the the routine became even more therapy. I think the 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 energy of, oh, no, nah, I'm this artist was therapeutic to me. You know what I mean? Like, oh, no, nah, I got I got a purpose like now. So like that was the most therapeutic parts because like everything around sucked, bro. Like I'm trying to tell you, suck. And like, and I could have made certain decisions to really fix that up. I could have got like a nine to five. I had less tattoos back then, you know what I'm saying? Like I could have, you know what I mean? Did whatever. I could have went to HCC, which is like the community college up the street. You know what I mean? Learned something, got a better job. I'm like, no, nah, I gotta really like. I'm not like, cause I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm good at music, but like, I'm a little behind. Like, I ain't really take music theory. I've been doing this. I've been doing that. Like, I need to really dig. I need to find my sound. I got to commit to my sound, bro. Like, I, I, bro, I'm walking around like, I'm walking around like with like three dollars in my pocket, bro. Like, I'm not, I'm not encouraging nobody to do this. 
like I don't think anybody should go through these extremes. Like even when people like seeing what I went through and like try to mimic it, I'm like, bro, don't. Like there was something bigger like that, like had me doing these things. Like there was a bigger feeling that had me making these, you know what I'm saying, decisions and choices that led me to where I am today, which is in a, a lot better place. You know what I mean? And right, right. Everywhere. So like it was it was it was tough. And music was definitely very therapeutic, but I think the 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 purpose and the progression is what I became more therapeutic with. Like I was like, I was like every day that I got into the studio and I made a new song and it was better than the last. That was therapy. That was my release. Thanks for listening. For more amazing content and episode updates, be sure to subscribe to this podcast and the Dr. J's Office Hours YouTube channel. Also, if you like notes from this episode and more, head over to Dr. J-A-E-Williams.com and download Dr. J's Gems. The notes include a breakdown of the conversation, key concepts, and helpful resources exclusively for my Office Hours fam. So come through. You never know. You just might learn something new. And remember, you are what you've been waiting for. Talk to you soon. Peace.